0: Hey guys, welcome to the Big Money Small Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Edgar Hall, and today, well, first of all, currently, it's 1.45pm, turning 1.46 in five seconds, and uh, I just finished work for the day, and I had some good time to think about the question for today's episode, which is, what is altruism, and is it good or bad? And so, if you look at Google, I've got a link pulled up right now, let's head on over there. If you look on Google and you just type in altruism, by the way, if you don't know how to spell it, it's A-L-T-R-U-I-S-M. Not too hard. Altruism. It says, Altruism is the belief in or practice of disinterested and selfless concern for well-being of others. And then in quotes underneath, it says, Some may choose to work with vulnerable elderly people out of altruism. Now, on first glance from Google, you might go, oh, That doesn't sound bad. That sounds like everybody should be an altruist. I believe otherwise, and so does my favorite philosopher. Uh, She would would probably not like the fact that I'm calling her philosopher, but it's Ayn Rand, uh, who defines altruism as an ethical system which claims that man has no right to exist for his own sake, that the sole justification for his existence is the service he renders to others. And that self sacrifice is his cardinal basic virtue, value, and duty. And so, what does that mean? Well, if we look at it, you know, basically it's saying let's take this example. Say there's a beggar on the street. It's not, altruism isn't the fact of whether or not you should give him that, you know, a dollar. When you pass a beggar on the street, it's not, oh, you know, I have a dollar in my pocket, but he clearly needs it more than me, so I'm going to give it to him. That, that has no nothing to do with altruism. What does have to do with altruism is whether you should be allowed to exist or not exist based on whether or not you gave that homeless man a dollar. Now, it doesn't even have to be a homeless man. Let's take it and say, you know, the entire population of the United States. And uh, So I just finished reading, or I should say listening, to a part of Atlas Shrugged today where it talks about that there's this big monologue from one of the characters in it he's a tramp on a train talking about why his uh he's he, it's a whole it's a whole story you guys got to read the book it's a fantastic book if you haven't i said it in the first episode I'll say it again read Atlas Shrugged or listen to Atlas Shrugged it's phenomenal take it all you can anyways as i was saying imagine oh, the monologue from this person was was talking about the collapse of a, uh, a factory that he was working in The business went bankrupt And it was because they had started this plan based off the true definition of altruism So they, they led their factory to be based off pay as need Not based off value And so anytime a kid was born, you know, certain funds went into that And uh, their top producers ended up having to work more because the people who need it can't work as much or can't provide as much value. And since everything is based off need rather than value, you know, your top producers are actually punished. And your bottom producers are actually rewarded. And so it, it leads people into, into kind of a animalistic nature of I will do whatever it takes to survive. And in this case, what it takes to survive at a, at a better rate of life is to work less hard to become less valuable to the situation because if you're more valuable you're sacrificing all your value for the greater good of everyone else now that may sound virtuous that may sound righteous but in fact if you look at the repercussions it has it's a net negative on the entire world and so i guess the true definition of altruism is that it's A destructive system, a destructive ethical system which claims that man has no right to exist for his own sake, but rather for the sake of every single other lesser person on this planet, which is going to burn you out. You know, one of the reasons people make billions of dollars or people make millions of dollars is because they have a drive to benefit their own desires. And so this is where I wanted to kind of shift things over and talk about what is the opposite of altruism. And I guess it would be selfishness. And so selfishness sounds like a terrible word when I just say it. If I say you're selfish, you know, it's an insult. But if you take the root of selfishness and say, what does it really mean? Well, if it's the opposite of altruism, it's an ethical system which claims that man has a right to exist for his own sake. Remember, altruism is a man has no right to exist. A man has no right to exist for his own sake. So selfishness is a man has the right to exist for his own sake. And I'm saying his, but it could be her. You know, this was a long time ago. This was written by a female. So it's just referring to mankind. I, I say his, but his, her. We're millennials, I guess. is that day and age. but <laughs> so, so if selfishness is the right that a man has to live by his own sake what does that mean well it means what do you enjoy to do do you enjoy to play music do you enjoy to write do you enjoy reading well that's what you deserve to live for that's what you deserve to make money for that's what you deserve anything for because it's your right it's your right to live for your sake what you enjoy so I know this is a little jumbled and I'm still trying to get my mind in order I, I, I prefer doing these podcasts early early in the morning when my mind's not racing a million miles per hour And so uh I'm gonna get back to that 5 a.m. 5 a.m. grind on recordings But this morning I was a little late last night and I didn't get into into bed until about 11 And so I did not wake up until like 7 30 which seems early but I could do earlier I need to do earlier Anyways, that was a total side topic Uh, I want to read you guys something real quick So this is from the introduction of the virtue of selfishness You know, we're talking about selfishness Altruism and the opposite is selfishness I'll repeat that a million times because I'm trying to get it in your head That altruism, although many people will claim that it is good in nature It is not And so I'm trying to put that in your guys' head. Do not be an altruist. Please try and be selfish. And you don't have to take that as being a dick or not being nice or not giving a beggar a dollar or not doing that. But just live for your own sake. Make your own values. Make your own life because that's how you're going to produce what you need to produce to make the world a better place. And so here's something from the introduction of The Virtue of Selfishness, another book by Ayn Rand. It is your mind that they want you to surrender. All those who preach the creed of sacrifice, whatever their tags or their motives, whether they demand it for the sake of your soul or your body, whether they promise you another life in heaven or a full stomach on this earth, those who start by saying, It is selfish to pursue pursue your own wishes. You must sacrifice them to the wishes of others. End up by saying, it is selfish to uphold your, convic- your convictions. You must sacrifice them to the convictions of others. And so that goes back to what I was saying, you know. Would you rather be living your life for your wants, your desires? Or would you rather be living life for everyone else's desires, everyone else's needs? I don't know about you, but I'd, I'd much rather live life for my desire because that's going to teach me to be a better person. That's going to teach me to do what I need to do. To progress in this life I don't necessarily Care if the man next to me Well that's not the right way to say it I do care because I I want the world to be A better place So I wish everyone was a little more selfish What I should say is I'm not responsible I don't care to be responsible For the man next to me And his actions and his outcome in life I want him to live A beautiful amazing Or I want her Back to where we were saying earlier with the whole millennials these days, but I'm saying I don't want to be responsible for your life If you have a kid, I don't want to bear your burdens of your financial distress I don't want to bear the burdens of your mental distress because that was your choice You did it off based. You did that based off your values in your life So don't try to push that onto mine because i'm living my life for a whole separate purpose I'm living my life for the purpose of my betterment, of the betterment of my family, of the betterment of 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 the that bubble that I choose provides value in my life. So altruism in essence will destroy man. And unfortunately I see a lot of push and a lot of moving towards more of an altruistic nature inside of the United States of America. I haven't looked too much into the whole world because I'm a little scared, but it's probably reaching out across the world right now. All these student loan debts that are being forgiven by the U.S. government or all these... Students who are protesting that they need That they need Their college debts paid for Because it is, it is wearing them down That's an altruistic Perspective What they're saying is I demand the taxpayer's dollar For my education For my right For my life to exceed But I don't know about you that's not my life. I refuse to let someone else's values in life dictate where my resources go. I want to look up a statistic real quick cuz I a statistic real quick cuz I heard something the other day. Let's look up on Google right now. I'll do it with you guys. How many college graduates are The first thing that comes up is unemployed, but I'm actually going to search up in underqualified positions. All right. So underqualified position means if you go to school for, let's say, eight years and you get a master's degree for anything, and then you go and you're working at Taco Bell, you know, you're overqualified for that. And so this article right here by universitybusiness.com, I know it's .com, I probably shouldn't look at it, but whatever. (laughs) It says nearly, this is what I heard from uh, NBC News the other day. It says nearly 50% of grads feel unqualified for entry-level jobs. Oh, that's not what I'm looking at. Wait, let's let's go back here. Let me try to find... That's not what I'm looking for. Our let's go back to our unemployed. Da, da, da. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Our overqualified. That's the word I'm looking for. For for jobs. Okay, so this, I'll have to cut some of this out. So I just looked up on Google how many college graduates are overqualified for jobs. And this is what comes up off of www.urban.org. You can look it up yourself if you want. This was from February 1st, 2017. Recent studies have claimed that as many as 48% of college graduates are overqualified for the jobs they have. Hmm. So let's see. If they're... If they're telling us, we need to pay for their education and their rights to better their minds. And let's say they're paying $20,000 a year on average. I know most places is usually more. If you're staying in state, probably around $20,000 a year. So per person, that's probably about 80000 to to 100000 to even $150,000 per person. Now, 48% of those people are in are in jobs that they are overqualified for meaning that what we deem their education level as value is not being used and so if you go to school for a master's degree in education and then you start working at let's say Taco Taco Bell or I was about to say Taco del Sol but that's a place in my area I don't know if it's a it's a big brand so I'll say Taco Bell and you're making 18 to 20 dollars an hour you are overqualified for that job and you just spent $150,000 that you are not telling me I need to pay for because it is your right. Pretty much what you're telling me is, it, it, is that I have to pay for your need to go to school even though you didn't need to go to school. That makes no sense. Things are all out of whack when that starts happening. And unfortunately, that's what's happening right now. And so my tip for today is be a little more selfish with your resources and your values. If someone tells you that they need something, really ask yourself, do they need it? Is that a real need? And does that need come before my own? Because if I give up my resources, who's going to take care of me? Is there another top performer that's going to take care of me? And do I feel comfortable taking resources from a, someone who's doing better in life than I am because of decisions they made and giving it on to me? Because that's, that's the loop that altruism creates is everyone on top has to start giving to the bottom. But who's going to start feeding those people on top when they start to plummet? Then everybody comes down to the bottom. You know, altruism is not a way to make everyone equal. I don't believe everyone is equal. Altruism was a way to demote everyone back into slavery. All right. I'm going to leave you guys with that today. I think I've hit about my 15-minute mark. Yeah, with editing, it should probably be around 15 minutes. So I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys got a little something. I know that I was a little chaotic today, but bear in mind, this is the second episode. I'm going to be trying to get better and better, you know, bettering myself as hopefully you're bettering yourself. And, uh, I expect none of you guys to pay for my education in the language of arts or the art of language, however that goes. Obviously I need a little more education in the art of language and, uh, that's what I'm doing here today. So anyways, have a beautiful day, you guys. Thanks for watching. Peace.